The liturgy today calls our attention to several mysteries of our faith unfolding before us simultaneously. One is the revelation of the Blessed Trinity. After his baptism, we are told, while he was praying, the heavens opened, the Father's voice was heard, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. The Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus in the form of a dove, prefigured by the Spirit of God hovering over the darkened waters at the beginning, bringing order, light, and life out of chaos. A second mystery is the baptism of Jesus, the beginning of the public life and ministry of Jesus, moves him forward toward the baptism of his passion and death on the wood of the cross. It manifests Jesus as the Messiah of Israel, the hope and expectation of Israel, the long-awaited one of the nations, the Son of God, the Holy One of God. It shows us who and what Jesus is, the Son of God, Savior of the world. The baptism of our Lord likewise speaks of his consecration as Messiah and of his divine mission, of his unwavering and steadfast obedience to the Father and his participation in the Father's will for us and for our salvation. At his baptism, Jesus allows himself to be numbered among sinners. Here is the Lamb of God, recognized by John, who takes upon his holy shoulders the sins of the world, and who indeed takes away the sins of the world by his obedience, sacrifice, offering, his life, and death. Out of love, Jesus consents to be baptized in the Jordan, a prefigurement of his baptism and of his death on the cross for the remission of sinners' sins. At his baptism by John in the River Jordan, the gates are opened, the gates of heaven, those who were, which were closed by the sin of Adam and Eve. The waters of baptism everywhere and forever were sanctified by the gift of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And the Father's voice declares his entire delight in his most beloved Son. John preached a baptism for the repentance leading to the forgiveness of sins. Now gathering around St. John on all sides were crowds of tax collectors, soldiers, prostitutes, leaders of the faith, sinners all, to be sure. Jesus appears. John hesitates. Jesus insists. He receives baptism from the hands of John. Then the Holy Spirit descends upon Jesus in the form of a dove, similar to that evening of the resurrection and of Pentecost. The Father's voice from heaven is heard, similar to the voice at the transfiguration. In the act of baptism, Jesus both accepts and he inaugurates his mission as the suffering servant of God, 
a servant who is willingly and freely to give his life in sacrifice to justify sinners by bearing the punishment due them for their sins. Jesus' self-oblation, the freely giving of his body, blood, and life in gentle, humble obedience is nowhere more clearly shown and manifest than at the Last Supper with the words which he prayed over the bread, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. And again, over the chalice, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. We are baptized in Christ, members of the Church and the body of Christ. What then does the baptism of the Lord Jesus mean for us? How do we share in it? How are the effects of what we celebrate today appropriated in our individual and our common lives? The word itself, baptism, comes from a Greek word meaning to baptize, that is, to plunge or immerse into the water, the primary action of the sacrament of salvation. Baptism symbolizes and it affects our burial into the death of Jesus Christ, from which we rise up in resurrection with him as a new creature. In his letters to the, to the Corinthians, the Galatians, the Romans, and the Colossians, St. Paul preaches this ancient, central, fundamental tenet of our Christian faith. Through baptism, we enter into the communion with Christ's death. We are buried with him, and we rise to new life with him and in him. This, then, is the gateway to life in the Church, the other sacraments, and to the Christian life. When we are baptized, whether as infants, children, teens, or adults, we are marked with the sign of the cross, the sign of Christ's victory and triumph over sin and death, darkness and evil. We belong to Jesus, and as such, we are members then of one another. We enter into the life and communion of love of the most holy and blessed Trinity. This happens through our configuration to the Paschal mystery of Christ, for we die with Jesus. We rise with Jesus. We live now and forever in Jesus. Being purified then from sin and incorporated into Christ, may we ever be more and more established and fortified in the bonds of unity and charity, hallmarks of baptism, as we live our new birth and our new life in Christ Jesus.